Welcome to Influencer Business, where influencers get help with the hard stuff. Think of us as your business Bible. We're a team of influencers and entrepreneurs dedicated to bringing professional resources and infrastructure to our community. I'm Rich Gudelari, CEO of Trove. I'm an entrepreneur focused on helping influencers run and grow their businesses with the resources and information they need. I host this podcast as well as a live webinar called Office Hours, which takes place every Wednesday. Here, I dig deeper into each weekly topic and answer all of your most pressing questions. Our weekly podcast features guests from across the professional landscape, sharing their experiences and advice and answering questions from the Trove community, which you can submit on our website at www.trovebusiness.com. Welcome back to Influencer Business. I'm your host, Rich Scudelari. Very excited to have you with us here this week. We have an awesome episode for you. We're sitting down with Jordan Becerra, the founder of Influencer SEO. She's going to talk to us all about SEO and why it matters to you and how it can help you grow your business in ways that you would never have imagined. But first, a quick plug from us here at Trove. If you like what you hear on the podcast, make sure you give us that five-star rating and leave us a glowing review. We always appreciate it. But with that out of the way and without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Jordan Becerra to the podcast. Jordan, thanks so much for joining us on Influencer Business. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, before we get started with the questions, just tell us a little bit about yourself and a bit bit about your company. So my name is Jordan Becerra, formerly Jordan Bostic. I'm recently married um, and I co-founded Influencer SEO, which is a business designed to provide influencer-specific search engine optimization services. Got it. And for those who maybe aren't technically inclined, that is focused around blogs and websites specifically, right? Yes. And we do, we focus mostly on the niche of lifestyle, food, fitness, um, just basically your everyday influencer. Mm -hmm. And you do a little Pinterest as well. Is that right? We just recently launched our Pinterest services, which I mean, we consider Pinterest a search engine. So it just made sense Mm -hmm. to start offering that service. And um, I'm very, very excited about it because for me, it's the place where I see the most potential for growth Mm -hmm. very quickly. Yeah, got it. Well, with all the focus on Instagram these days, why are websites and, and things like Pinterest so important? So websites are important because it's the platform you own. It's the platform Mm -hmm. you have the most control over. It's always going to be there. It's always yours. You're not um, beholden to Instagram. And um, I also think it's the space where your dedicated following is going. They're not just Mm -hmm. scrolling. They're going there specifically for you, for the content that you create Mm -hmm. and so I think overall, it's, it should be every, every blogger's main focus should be to grow that platform. And what, when you talk about, quote unquote, owning, what do you mean by that? So I just mean that you have full control over your website. It's yours. Yeah. It's, it's your platform. You're not going to have um, Instagram coming in and saying, okay, now the algorithm has changed for your, your website's going to look the <laughs> way you want it to look. Right. Yeah. And, um, and it's your, it's, it's where you can make money. It's where you can sell products. It's where uh, you can, you can actually showcase your specific brand worth because that's again, where people are going specifically for you. Right. And so you have full control over everything. And you're not beholden to algorithm changes, outages. I mean, even just a few weeks ago, Instagram was down for a day and people weren't able to engage. Whereas if you have a website, you will not suffer from those issues. Exactly. I mean, I remember there was a couple, recently there was a couple days where Instagram was down and I feel like the whole influencer community was completely shook. (laughs) Yeah. 
And um, if you would, if you have a strong website, that's not going to be as big of a deal because you can still be making money off of your website for mm-hmm. your readers that are going there. Right. Absolutely. And also conversion rates are much better. There's, I, I always like to say one follower on your website or one visitor on your website is more valuable than a follower on Instagram because they are on your site. You can redirect them to other content within your site. You can have them, you can direct them towards interesting products in a much easier way than you could on Instagram. Well, and there's currently a lot of issues as far as like affiliate tracking goes with Instagram. Right. And so um, you don't have those same issues with your own website versus the swipe up feature on Instagram. I think like to know it, there's been a lot of changes there. Mm-hmm. And, um, right. and also I think like you were saying about the conversions, people don't necessarily want to shop on the Instagram app or in app browser because their data isn't saved. Like I love the fact that when I'm shopping on a website, on my computer, on my phone, I can go to the Nordstrom's app and I can quickly shop or on the computer, all of my, all of my credit card info is saved. Whereas in the Instagram browser, none of that is saved no matter how many times you log in. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see how that changes as more and more uh, brands are enabled to check out on Instagram's app, which they launched just a few weeks ago. But for influencers specifically, there is no monetization opportunity there vis-a-vis affiliate links yet. So they really have to be focused on diversifying the platforms across which they produce content and making sure that at least one of them they own, as you were saying before. Yes. And I think I'm also being from the SEO world, I'm very data driven, data heavy. And it's just a fact of the, the, the matter of fact is that most top influencers that are top earners, top brand presence, they're earning far more traffic from Google than mm-hmm. they are from all of their social media combined. So yeah, if you take, you know, that small percentage of time or that small percentage of actually like brand value that Instagram is bringing to you and you compare it to Google, it's just like, it's minuscule. Right. Well, how many Google searches are done every day? Do you know? There are 5.6 billion searches on Google per day. And if you compare that to the 1.5 billion people on Facebook per day, it's um, it's quite a big difference. Yeah, that's huge. Now, what about SEO is obviously a term that's thrown out there a lot. And most people don't even know what that really means and are scared by it. What is SEO and why is it important? So SEO is search engine optimization. And basically what it is, is it's if you've ever Googled something, the results that pop up That is not by mistake. That is by a set of rules, which we call algorithms, that Google has defined um, specifically to provide their searchers with results that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing search engine optimization, basically what you're trying to do is create the most valuable answers to searches so that you can pop up in results and therefore gain traffic organically. And How important is this for an influencer's business? Because a lot of people will look at this and say, I'm too small. I don't have enough traffic on my website to warrant investment in SEO, or I just got started. This won't matter yet until I'm bigger. How important is this for the influencers in their businesses specifically? So if you don't have any traffic on your website, SEO is more important than ever. And there's many reasons for that. A, because SEO is going to get you traffic. And B, because if you're not creating search engine friendly content from the start, 
you're basically making your uphill battle to ranking on search engines over time a lot harder, a lot longer, and you're also creating issues for yourself in the future. Mm-hmm. So how can you how can you best approach it as an influencer? What what are the, some of the basic principles of SEO that I can start to think about as an influencer? So the basic prin- the basic basic principles that I like to basically tell influencers like think about it this way if you're trying to think about it from like a macro perspective. Google's trying to provide value, trying to provide the best answers. So first and foremost, you need to be creating value and you need to be providing answers to common questions and common searches. Okay. So, and there's a ton of things that go into that. It's not only like how you're formatting your posts and what kind of content you're putting in those posts, but also are you speaking in a way that is easy for people to understand? And are you... Um, are you answering common questions? Like one of the biggest kind of mistakes I see in the influencer community is that they're kind of just posting about random things, like maybe an outfit. Let's just use an outfit as an example. If -hmm. people aren't searching for that outfit, you're not really providing any search value. So you have to be answering questions, doing tutorials, um, you know, teaching people things. I like to say teaching is kind of the new SEO. Interesting. So that's kind of the lens through which you can think about SEO at a very high level. If I'm teaching or answering questions or providing some unique point of view on something that somebody's going to, you know, potentially be interested in, that's the lens through which you should be thinking about it. Yeah. And just, I mean, ask yourself, would you search for this? And if you were to search for this, how would you search for it? Mm -hmm. So what would you type in? What would you like, what would you look for? And Mm -hmm. does your content answer those questions? Does those content include those search terms that you would type in? And mm-hmm. also, is is your content really, really valuable? Like if you're writing about, um, you know, a recipe, for example, if you Google that recipe and you see all the top 10 posts that are popping up have some similarities and are answering similar questions or they're all providing nutritional info or they all have rates and reviews, like those are all things that you can consider, okay, this is what Google says is valuable. So Mm -hmm. I need to have all this kind of stuff on my post also, which that's what we help clients with. Got it. So it's almost like pattern recognition because Google's not publishing necessarily a line by line outline of this is exactly what we take into account when it comes to search terms. Is that right? So they publish some stuff and then they don't publish some stuff. So, <laughs> so it's, it's opaque. It, it is. And it's also um, a lot of it's data driven. So like we will analyze, we'll just collect a ton of data on a ton of sites and read other people's studies and see what kind of patterns they're seeing. And then we kind of come up with what they're looking for, I guess. And a lot of this has been learned over time too. Right. And and as technical as SEO is, and as, um, you know, there, there, there's like, yes, there are some tricks and things you can do. But for the most part, it really is all about trying to give the most value for the searchers, because Google mm-hmm. just wants to give their people using their tool, the best answers and the best results. Because why, like, why would you use Google if you weren't going to get the answers that you were looking for? That's really interesting. So from a high, from a macro point of view, you're saying, think about the content, but how much of this is technical versus content driven? So it's, it's both. It's, okay. I would say content is for us the most important thing. But if you have a website with a ton of issues and broken pages and 
just super complex um, web design, mm-hmm. that's going to make your battle uphill again. So yeah. content first and foremost, but you want to have a site that's efficient, easy to navigate, easy for Google to read and crawl. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you also it. don't want to have a bunch of issues on your site. Yeah, if you have a bunch of issues on your site, basically it just makes it harder for Google to read and less likely for you to pop up high in the search results. Is that fair? Yes. And it can also be, it doesn't, it, it can be, you know, issues with your design and your programming, but it can also be as simple as all over your website, you have broken links because you've changed your URLs. So every yeah. time Google crawls your website, they're hitting a bunch of roadblocks and they're thinking, okay, to Google, it's like, how can this website be valuable if every time somebody clicks on something, they just get a 404 error page. Mm-hmm. So what, what we do when we work with clients is if they're in our middle tier package, we help them with those kinds of things in addition to helping them with content creation. Talk, talk to me a little bit about how much can you manage on your own versus how much do you need to work with somebody like influencer SEO? So my background, I worked for an influencer. I worked for my sister-in-law. Her blog is The Skinny Confidential. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I came from the side of understanding how much is really on influencers' plates and right. and how much they need to get done in a day just to get a blog post up and to build their community. So I always say SEO is a full-time job. If you want to do it yourself, I I don't really recommend it only because it's constantly changing and there's so much that goes into it and right. you need all of the software that you need. You're going to end up spending more money and mm-hmm. more time and more energy to do it half as efficiently as if you just hire a professional. But also that's not you didn't get into the business of being good at SEO, right? You get in, you got into the business to produce amazing content and connect with your community. It's not a core functionality or a core piece of your business, right? So why exactly. take on all that time, effort, and money when you could have somebody who's going to do it 10 times better than you're going to do it anyway? Exactly. And as an influencer, you have so much on your plate. You need to pick and choose what's important and what to spend your time on. And I I definitely think SEO is worth investing in because like I said earlier, most top bloggers get far more traffic from Google than all of their social media combined. But that being said, what are you good at? You're good at creating content. You're good at connecting with your readers. You should be answering their emails, answering their comments, taking photos, you know, being a creative versus trying to get into this like data driven, you know, looking at keywords all day. And that's what you're for. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, how in terms of ranking SEO in terms of importance, how does it stack up against posting to Instagram, answering comments, just getting posts up on the blog, going to meetings, meeting with brands? How do you rank it in terms of importance and why? So I would say for me personally, I, of course, always say SEO is the most important because I have access to so many uh, different analytics Mm -hmm. of bloggers and influencers and websites that I can see really how much value a brand has. And oftentimes I see people think that because they have this huge Instagram following, they're making a ton of money, but they're really kind of cutting themselves short because they're really they can only really make money off like to know it and um, getting like sponsored Instagram posts, things like that. Whereas Mm -hmm. bloggers that have a brand and a website and a strong SEO presence, they're always pulling in money from those streams also because their old content is still making them money through affiliates. Mm -hmm. 
but they yeah. also have this like seriously strong community that isn't just like scrolling and liking their stuff and like happily right. following them. Yeah. So when they launch a product or when they, you know, do a podcast or they want to kind of expand their brand outside of just like trying to work with sponsorships and get sponsored content when they want to take it to that next level, they're in such a better position. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the key things that you hit on there was the opportunity for almost passive revenue, if you will. So we think about, you think about how much revenue can you generate on a platform like Instagram? It's pretty limited, right? Because you're limited by the number of posts you can put up and, it, and not all of those posts can be sponsored posts because you need to have a lot of organic content. You know, we recommend 70, 30, 80, 20 organic to sponsored content. And so you, st- you can do a very clear calculation for how much you can make in a year based upon the number of followers you have and the amount you can charge and the number of posts that you can put up. So you can very quickly get to a number as to this is how much I can kind of make on Instagram. The benefit of SEO and content on your website is that it lives a long time. So you put up a post today, but people, if it's good and it ranks highly in SEO, people will continue to visit that for years sometimes. I mean, you'll run a Google search and see articles from 2014 or 2016. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I really try to explain to clients is that the goal of SEO is to make your traffic compounding so that you always have this large chunk of base traffic coming in automatically, no matter how many new blog posts you post, no matter how many Instagram photos you post, no matter how many pins you post, you know, through Google, because of your rankings and because of your the positions that you have on search results, that you're going to get a certain amount of traffic no matter what. And that can be, like you said, from old blog posts. If you write, let's just say, a post on like how to wear ankle boots, for example, if you rank for that, people are going to be searching that for forever. And we can see that data and see how many times per month are people searching for this topic. How, um, how many, if you write this post, how much traffic can you get from this post? And how long can you rank there? And also, once you're ranking, we can see if you start moving up or down, or if you need to like alter it a little bit to make it more competitive, because somebody's trying to outrank you. So there's all these different things you can do. But the more posts you have that are ranking, the more traffic automatically you have. And it makes you so much more competitive. Because if you're competing against somebody who is solely relying on that Instagram traffic, they have to post every single day to drive traffic to their blog. Whereas you automatically already have all this traffic coming in and Mm -hmm. anything you post on social or um, every new blog post you post is just kind of like icing on top of your base. Right. It's, you know, for a lot of influencers out there, you'll look at their Instagram follower count and say, hmm, you know, that, you know, is big-ish, so to speak, but it's often only the tip of the iceberg. Obviously, my wife being an example of that. There's just a ton of traffic on these websites and people look at the website and the blog and say, oh, this is so passe, but that's not the case at all. I mean, like you have seen with so many of your clients, there is just a ton of traffic, a huge community of people on these websites every single day and investing in what effectively is a passive traffic provider, which is what SEO is is just an awesome investment to make because it pays back over and over again. And not only that, it compounds on top of each other. 
Yes. And I don't want to, I don't want to say that Instagram isn't important. It obviously is. Um, brands care about it. It's, it's a place for you to connect with your readers. Um, and you, you can drive traffic from it, but I just really, sometimes I feel like I'm in, in this industry, I'm in like a personal battle with um, the obsession <laughs> with Instagram yeah. only because like, we can sit down and look at bloggers analytics and, you know, they're spending 90% of their anxiety and time on their Instagram, their Instagram caption and all yeah. that stuff when they're not getting the 90% of the benefit to right. their website. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's so true. Instagram is really important. I don't think that you can say it's not important. I think you're absolutely right. But the reality is, like we said at the beginning, you need to own as much of your platform as you can. And you only have limited control on Instagram about what they're going to do, what they allow you to do. Whereas on your website, you can control all of that. It also provides a steadying force, right? Because let's say, like we've seen over the last 18 to 24 months, engagement's gone down on Instagram, right? Do rates come down eventually? Who knows? Whereas on your website, if your traffic continues to build and compound over time, you're only going to get stronger. So that diversification, I think, is really important. And the fact that you are having your clients generate more traffic from Google than any or all of their social media platforms combined is should just be a huge wake-up call to people. This still matters. You should be investing in this. And I would encourage anybody who's listening right now that's like, okay, I'm going to look at my analytics and they see that they're getting most of their traffic from social media. Don't be discouraged by that. You should actually be very excited because that means that you are you have a huge untapped resource that if you just improve your SEO, you can easily surpass the traffic that you're getting from your social media right now. And you could be so much more powerful because you haven't tapped into that yet. I, I love the way you phrased that. It's not a bad thing. It's actually an opportunity. And if they want to take advantage of that opportunity, where can they go? So I personally hope that they come to us, Influencer SEO. Um, and that's InfluencerSEO.com? Yes, it's InfluencerSEO, all one word, dot com. And um, on our website, you can see all of the different um, services that we offer and uh, some results and just information about us. And um, we, we, we're a service that we really try to make your life easier, kind of like we were talking earlier. I know how much is on your plate because I've been on your side of it. And so I... Me and our other two founders, we designed the the influencer our services specifically to take work off of your plate. So we're going to help you with content creation. We're going to edit your posts for you so that they're SEO friendly and that your grammar is good to go and that everything's looking right. We're going to crawl your website and make sure that these errors are getting cleared out on a regular basis so that you don't have to go back and do it yourself. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing that people love about what we do is helping with the content creation and blog post ideas side of things. Because as you guys know, listening, if you're an influencer, it can be very taxing to constantly have to come up with blog post idea after blog post idea, especially if you've been doing this for a long time. So we're going to come to you and say, Here's a ton of blog post ideas. Here's what people want to talk about. Here's what people are searching for um, and kind of help you make that a little bit easier and faster and more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. And if you mention that you heard Jordan on the podcast, she might even give you a little discount. Yes, we're going to give 
any listeners that sign up for our services, 20% off, all you have to do is sign up. And when you sign up, you'll receive a welcome email and simply just tell us that you heard about this, heard about us through the podcast and we will immediately um, take 20% off. So, and, and don't you also give a free initial report, a quick review of websites to, to give them a quick intro into, hey, here are the issues we found on your website. Here are the quick fixes. We're happy to help you with these. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. If you're not ready, if you're like, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know. I, I still am not sure about SEO. You can go to our website and we have a free evaluation page. And all you have to do is implement your um, web, your contact info and your website, and we'll send you basically an outline of of where you're currently at on search engines, how it's adding value for you, and how you could be improving, and kind of just give you an idea of like the benefit that you could have on search engines, and um, and we'll recommend a package for you based off like kind of what level you're at, and then. Also, I always try to make myself super available for people that just want to know about SEO and want to know about our services. So if you sign up for a free evaluation and you're like, I still have more questions or I'm not ready to sign up, you can just email me and I'll answer any questions you have and kind of just like guide you along on this process. And I can confirm everything that Jordan is saying because... Mary is one one of her many happy customers. <laughs> I do, I do. Uh, my 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 uh, co-founders are always like Jordan. You spend so much time talking to clients and on the phone, but honestly, this is like what I love to do, and I love this industry in general. And I always want people to feel like they have like a support team in us because. I mean, we've talked about this in some of our initial conversations that there's a lot of people in the influencer industry like that are always asking for things. And so Mm -hmm. our goal is really to be a business that's hoping to just give and, um, Mm -hmm. and, and be trusted and be able to like help you along the way. I mean, we do SEO, but we also, we kind of talked about this on the phone in our initial conversations. We do a lot of other things too, that are just like, support tasks. Um, you know, if, if your website goes down, you can reach out to us, we'll help you. If you know, you're hosting, something happens with your hosting and your site's slow, like you can reach out to us, we'll help you. Um, yeah, so it's, there, it's interesting, because there are a lot of people looking just to take advantage of all the money flowing into the influencer industry. And a lot of these amazing creatives just don't have a technical background or don't have a finance background or a business background. And so there's a lot of money being spent inefficiently, and people are getting taken advantage of. So it's really wonderful to actually have a resource that is giving perhaps more than she's taking. Well, and on that on that point, I feel like there's also a lot of um, a lot of in in line with the taking. There's also a lot of because there isn't a lot of knowledge around the technical side of things. Right. It's, it's very easy for companies to skate by and not add as much value as they should be, which is why for our clients we provide weekly results. So right. that you can see on a weekly basis, because this is the internet, everything is trackable and everything is data driven. So you can see every single week how much value we're adding for you. Right. And, um, and I love doing that because <laughs> it's, it makes, it's, <laughs> it's makes easy. Me, it's like, hey, here you, here's easy. where you were and here's where you are now. It's super easy. And it's so exciting because yeah. every single week you can be like, wow, this is, you know, my, my traffic grew by 50% this week. Right. And, and on top of that, it's, it's when you see that in comparison to like, you go to Instagram and you're like, how many likes did I get? 
it's just, yeah. it's search engine optimization and SEO and gaining traffic through search engines is, it's like a rewarding aspect of your brand because you can yeah. actually move the needle. If you're at a crossroads in your company, you're thinking about redoing your website, you're thinking about updating the design, you're thinking about improving it, whatever you're thinking about doing, I actually would strongly recommend that you talk to Jordan and the team over at Influencer SEO before you do that. Because a key component of new website builds is being SEO friendly. And everybody will tell you that they're doing it, but what you need is an impartial third party to make sure that that's actually going to happen. Because if you spend a lot of money on a new website and it's not SEO friendly, you've just wasted a lot of time and money. And I'm sure you see a lot of that. Yes. Um, I see so much of this and it just like breaks my heart because a lot of these websites, they're beautiful when they're done. They look amazing, but Google doesn't care about your aesthetics. They just want your site to be easy to read and function properly. And so you can have this beautiful website that it just, it's a complete mess when you're reading the code of it, which is what yeah. Google is looking at. Exactly. So, yeah. so I always tell people, and, and another, this is kind of off topic, but I also feel like the prices that bloggers yeah. are paying <laughs> for these websites yeah. are just ridiculous. So if you're, if you're working on making a new website or putting a new website together, please do not pay absurd amounts of money. Even just email me and be like, this is a quote I got. Is this normal? And I will tell you yes or no, because I just hate seeing people get taken advantage of, quite honestly. Yeah. There's so many bad actors looking to take advantage of people out there. You got to be really careful. Yes, yes, for sure. And, and it can be hard to find. I know because there's a lack of knowledge in the technical space, it can be hard to know. And so I would just, again, encourage people, if, if you don't know the technical side of things, if you don't come from a website project management background, just ask somebody that you can trust. And I, obviously, I hope Influencer SEO can be that trusted source because we aren't in the business of designing websites, but we can kind of direct you and help you kind of advocate for yourself um, mm -hmm. and let you know if you're getting a good deal or even just go through what they're, what they're saying they're going to do for you. If it's SEO friendly or not, um, it's just good to kind of have that second, second layer of protection. And why is influencer SEO better equipped to help the influencer industry versus just a general purpose SEO agency or consultant or contractor? So the whole reason I started this business was because I saw an empty space, a void that needed to be filled because most SEO companies do not cater specifically to the influencer community. They cater to businesses, companies that are doing sales on their website, which obviously influencers are making money off of sales. But at the end of the day, their website is their product. It's not a retail destination. It's not an e-commerce website. It's a blog. Exactly. So their overall goal is to gain more traffic. And then on top of that, there's also all of the unique elements like, you know, the really, really heavy, heavy importance on social media and like to know it or shop style or whatever, whatever affiliate programs you're using, which we have a knowledge in all of that. So one of the things that we do for our clients is on their posts that make sense to do this on or that would add actually value either by increasing revenue or by um, making their site more efficient. We look at their affiliate links and we help them replace affiliate links that are either linking to broken pages or sold out so yep. that they can make more money, which a traditional 
a CEO company wouldn't think, oh, let me go through your widgets yeah. and like see if if this pair of like sneakers is sold out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we do things like that. So it's everything that we do, all the services that we provide are specifically tailored and tweaked for influencers. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I think that's uh, the expertise and the specialty here is so important because We've seen, we've talked to so many providers over the years, and a lot of people just don't understand the day-to-day workflow and how this all comes together for an influencer. And so the fact that you live and breathe this every single day gives you this, for lack of a better term, compounding knowledge that you've built up over the last several years and now can serve this community much better than anybody else because you understand the nuances because the devil is really in the details here. Well, and most most businesses that would hire an SEO company, they don't want to be doing their own content creation. They're not yeah. content creators. You know, they make cell phone cases or whatever their business is. <laughs> right. Influencers, their product is their website. So they don't necessarily need someone to come in and sit down and like pretend that they're them and write blog posts for them and be responsible mm-hmm. for the, the face of their brand or whatever. They are the face of their brand. Right. So our role is really to help supplement that and mimic your brand and be a reflection of your brand so that when we're, you know, suggesting blog posts to you, we're doing it from a savvy place of, okay, who is this influencer? What do they like to talk about? Like, what are they, what products are they using all of the time? Who are their right. readers? And we're kind of helping be a part of you versus trying to take take that whole content creation over. Right. I want to backtrack a little bit and talk a little bit more about the website itself. So I've got three scenarios for you. An influencer is building a new site from scratch. They're updating an existing design or they're looking to just improve or update whatever they currently have. Do you approach that differently from an SEO perspective or is it all the same? So... It, it kind of depends. Um, it's the easiest if they're building a site from scratch, just to be totally <laughs> honest. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, because there's less there's less to go back and fix and you can just get set up properly, um, which a lot of people always think that I love to work with big influencers, but I actually prefer to work with influencers just starting out because their websites are fresh. Um, if there's anything that needs to be changed, it's much easier to do. Um, than if they have like this huge monster of problems that have been built up over years. Um, But so then the second scenario you said was if they're just, if they're trying to redo their, their website, right? Yeah. Do do like a full overhaul and then just maybe some updates, some tweaks. So it really depends on the current state of their website. Um, Changing a design isn't that difficult. Um, Mm-hmm. design is it it should be simple i would say that that's not that difficult you just want i would approach it from a perspective of keep it simple don't mm-hmm. try to do all of these like crazy unique things and if you yeah. are doing unique things have a good programmer who can code it from scratch versus mm-hmm. a programmer that's going to go and try to get like theme on top of theme on top of plugin on top <laughs> of theme on top of like, right. it's just too much behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say you want to build it as efficiently as possible. Mm-hmm. Simple is better. I, I really believe that as well, because at the end of the day, you know, you can have like the fancy widgets, but people have to be able to read and Google has to be able to read. Search engines also take into accountability 
the familiarity of a website. So mm-hmm. how how consistent is is it easy to navigate because it's what people typically see and or if it's this like out of the box like nobody knows where to click it, that's that's not what you want. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of building a new website, simple is better. In terms of updating a website, obviously keep it simple again, but when it comes to transitioning your content, how do you manage that? If so, I haven't been doing a great job with my content to date, but I want to turn that around and, and make sure my old content is brought along. How do you guys help influencers with that? So we try to stay away from doing like web design, like full web designs. We'll act as like a consultant for you. Um, but but transitioning content isn't as difficult as people think. It's literally just a matter okay. of like saving it all and then re-uploading it all. Where the Where the issue comes in is where is that new content going? For mm-hmm. example, if you change all of your categories, how are you going to like reorganize all of that? Right. But that's why it kind of goes back to the more important thing, which is what were your URL structures to begin with? So mm-hmm. if you have the categories in your URLs, that's a problem if you're going to take the categories and change them. Yeah. But not strip the category from your URLs before doing that. So <laughs> you really get then, into the weeds here. And, and, this and is where all of tr- these little things matter, right? Yeah. This is where it starts to get super technical, which is why when I work with clients, I always say, okay, first things first, let's like, you shouldn't, we always strip the category from the URL. So mm-hmm. what I mean by that is that your URLs, like a perfect URL would be your website name. So to use your wife's example, mm-hmm. memorandum.com yep. slash blog post title where we see a lot of issues is that people will have their domain slash date slash category slash beauty slash blog post title slash dot html or something creepy like that so you want it you want <laughs> something like creepy dot p dot php like no oh you, god yeah you want it to be straightforward and to the point and like the the more uh clean your urls are it actually makes everything going forward so much better as far as updating a website, but also from an SEO perspective, because one of my favorite things to do with clients is have them year after year update old blog posts that okay. are um, that are like yearly. For example, this is like a very simple one. This isn't my favorite example for SEO because it's so competitive, but it's something that I think every blogger can relate to, which is, you know, they all post about the like Nordstrom's anniversary sale. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're posting about that every year. So your URLs, if you just do Nordstrom anniversary sale, it's going to be domain.com slash Nordstrom anniversary sale the first year. Then the second year, it's going to be dash one. At the end. Then the third year, it's going to be dash <laughs> two. And so why not every single year? Like You don't need that post on sale items from five years ago to still be there. Right. Just go you, back, update yeah. the old one uh-huh. and bring it forward. Change the publish date, which if you don't have the dates in your URL... You can mm-hmm. easily do. Yeah. You just change the publish date, recirculate it. That URL to Google already has value. So you're just oh, like, so yeah. you're, so, and that's, like I said, the anniversary sale is not the best example, but. It's a good just, one, I think. Illustrative. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you have posts that are relevant every year, like if you're a recipe blogger and you have like an amazing summer dessert you feature, like your readers still want to see that next summer. 
They're not like, oh, right. that's from last summer. I, I don't want to eat that anymore. No, they want to <laughs> see it, you know? Yeah. And, and every time you republish that, you recirculate it on social media, you um, drive traffic to it because it's on your blog post or your blog yeah. home, home mm-hmm. scroll. Um, you're, you're like telling search engines, hey, this is still valuable. This is still important. This is still fresh. I'm updating this. This is still worth indexing and ranking. Right. Absolutely. I think that's a great demonstration of kind of the nitty gritty details that are involved in this whole ordeal and trying to master that as somebody who is first and foremost, a content producer and community, for lack of a better term, leader or organizer or, um, you know, an influencer like this. I think it, it is a no brainer to have somebody who's an expert to go do it for you. So, well, and that's why like, exactly with what you're saying. Like, you don't want to be sitting there going, which post should I recirculate? <laughs> which, like, yeah. what should I be doing? Like in our reports in the strategize package, which is our middle package, I mm-hmm. send you bullet points, do this, do that. It's very yeah. straightforward. So all you have to do is follow what we're telling you to do and know that you're taken care of and see your traffic increase and everybody's happy and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely right. Yeah. So make sure you head to influencerseo.com. If you if you want to just see a sampling of their services, take the free SEO evaluation or sign up for one of their packages. Make sure you mention the podcast because they will give you a nice little discount. But Jordan, before we wrap things up, if you had to give three pieces of advice for our listeners when it comes to SEO, what would those three things be? Ooh, okay, three pieces. <laughs> One, never write a blog post less than 500 words long, ever. Oh, wow, okay. Two, strive for between 1,200 words to 2,000 words long, because that's, okay. that's where the magic happens. And three, make sure every time you post, you put yourself in the shoes of the reader or of the searcher, and you ask yourself, would I look for this? Would I click on this? if I saw this in Google or would I click on this? If I saw this in social media, put yourself in the receiver's um, shoes before you decide what to post about. Some phenomenal advice. Well, Jordan, thanks so much for joining us this week on Influencer Business. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. And I hope that I added some sort of value for you guys. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. An awesome conversation with Jordan. Make sure you go check out their business. It's influencerseo.com. I can't recommend them enough. And if you mention Trove and the Influencer Business Podcast, they'll give you a 20% discount on their packages. Just an amazing opportunity to work with some awesome people in the industry. I want to quickly recap the conversation that we had with Jordan and pull out a couple of the key themes. First of all, invest in SEO. It's an awesome way to create some diversification around the platform that you're building, and it'll drive traffic to your website, which is really the only platform that you own, and it will allow you to be immune to algorithm changes, to platforms, other platforms going down. So really make an effort on the SEO front. Two, do it now. Whether you have a million uniques a month or zero uniques a month, SEO will bring you value. And the best part about it is it's compounding. What you do today will be paying off for years to come. 
And three, find an amazing partner to help you with this. Your core competency as an influencer is creating amazing content and connecting with your followers, not digging through the technical jargon required to really optimize your SEO. So make sure you check out influencerseo.com. Tell them we sent you. They will give you an amazing experience. And I can't stress this enough. Make sure you're investing in SEO now because it will pay off in spades later on. As always, if you like what you heard today on the podcast, leave us that five-star rating and give us a glowing review. We always appreciate it. And make sure you head over to trovebusiness.com where you can find everything you need to run your business more efficiently. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Influencer Business. I'm your host, Rich Gudelari, and we'll see you next time.